Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. What a great night of basketball, to say the least. We have much more to come, more sectional action to talk about right now, though. We'll turn it over to the star of the show, the busiest guy you know. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach Level. One hour to go, and let's start with some college hoops uh, in action right now in Evansville, Southern Indiana. The Screaming Eagles are trailing the Southeast Missouri State Redhawks, 62-58. Just over one minute remaining in that one. USI has outscored Southeast Missouri in the second half, but they still trail by four. It will be Redhawks basketball. Earlier today... The Butler Bulldogs picked up a 82-63 win over the DePaul Blue Demons. DJ Davis, team high, 24 points in the win. He was terrific from downtown. He made five triples on eight attempts. Uh, Pierre Brooks was also good for the Dogs today. He had 16 points, and he made four threes. Next up for the Butler Bulldogs are the Xavier Musketeers at home Wednesday night. That is a 7.30 tip. And if you are interested in watching that, you can catch it on CBS Sports Network. Earlier tonight, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish picked up their 12th win of the season. They outscored Clemson in the second half, 38-28 to to win 69-62. Marcus Burton paced the Fighting Irish and scoring with 21 points. Next up for Notre Dame. Tough one on the road Tuesday, 7 o'clock. They travel to Chapel Hill, and they will take on North Carolina. Purdue-Fort Wayne, the Mastodons pick up an 18-point win over the Robert Morris Colonials. 83-65 was the final score. Purdue-Fort Wayne, their 20th win of the season. Ball State, you heard that recap with David Eha, a heartbreaking loss in overtime to Western Michigan, 78-76. This is how it sounded on ESPN+. ...that Western Michigan has had dialed up. It's a football route at this point. 1.6 on the clock. The heave. Oh, my goodness. The tap and the win. Are you kidding me? Anthony Crump ices it. Anthony Crump left right there by the basket. It was the Christian Leitner play. Nobody touched it from either side at the free throw line. Pass went over everyone's head and Crump right there. To give Western Michigan their 11th win of the season, Ball State 14 and 15 on the season, six and 10 in conference play. Uh, IEPUI falls to Cleveland State to conclude its regular season, 75 to 66. The Jacks two and 18 in Horizon League. They start the Horizon League tournament next Tuesday against Cleveland State. And finally, the Purdue Boilermakers, they win against the Michigan State Spartans 80-74. to They outscore Michigan State in the second half by three. They pick up their 26th win. They are now 15-3 and in the Big Ten standings, and they have clinched a share for the Big Ten Conference. Illinois trails Purdue by two games, so Purdue would have to lose out, and Illinois would have to win out and Purdue can solidify a consecutive 
Big Ten Championship regular season as they take on Illinois in their next game. That is on the road in Champaign in this game tonight. Zach Eady, 32 points, 11 rebounds. Braden Smith had 23 points in the win for Matt Painter. High school basketball sectional championships in Class 2A at Bowman Academy. Gary, 21st century season will continue as they defeat Andre in the Fighting 59ers. 53-44. to 44. North Judson sectional featured North Judson and Hebron. 59-50 final score. North Judson picks up the win. Turbusco falls in the Westview sectional championship to Westview by 12, 51-39. Lewis Cass falls by a big margin to Wabash. 65-39 dominant performance by Wabash today to continue their season next weekend. In the Bluffton sectional, two Fort Wayne teams, Blackhawk and Lures. Blackhawk wins by eight, 58 to 50 over Fort Wayne Lures. In the Lafayette Central Catholic sectional, LCC moves on with a seven-point win of a Carroll or Flora. And in the Tipton sectional, they defeat Taylor by 12, 50 to 38. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Game of the night with plenty of games of the night. This one, ranking-wise, number one, number two, Noblesville sectional. Number one, Fishers beats number two, Noblesville, 49-47. Garrett Weininger joins me. Coach, I got your tech, and, and before I could see a, a, a response, you called the show. My, my text was going to be, don't call me. Uh, I know you don't have a voice, and I apologize. I apologize. So, you know, just whatever you want to say, say it. I won't keep you very long, but congratulations on a tremendous win for you and your kids. appreciate it, Coach. Hey, I got, I got to tell you this. We talked earlier in the season after we beat Center Grove when I was having a baby. Crazy thing about this is tonight my assistant, Miles Ware, his wife had her baby during the sectional game. So I don't know what it is about the Tigers, but we're we're winning games and we're popping out. <laughs> well, that that does seem to be a formula for success. But uh, what a, what a great win over a great Noblesville team. I mean, it's, uh, you know, Scott's guys. It, what a tremendous way to to win a championship over a tremendous team. I mean, the job Coach McClellan's done there and his time since coming from uh, Mooresville is just incredible. You know, to have won the sectional already there, to have his program in that position, he's a heck of a coach, does a heck of a job. So to to win a third place over, you know, such great players and him, it, it meant a lot to our yeah. program. Yeah. Just the first sectional win in school history, obviously, was just huge for our school. So really excited for that. How'd you do it? I mean, I have this vision of somebody knocking down a three at the horn to win. Uh, they they got a bucket to tie it, and it was kind of a scramble situation. Uh, Jason Gardner Jr. went the length of the floor, dished it off to Parker Purdue, uh senior for us, who laid it in with about four seconds to go. So two guys who come off for, come off the bench for us uh, just making huge plays down the stretch. All right. I won't keep you any longer, Coach. I know it's been a long night. Voice is, I want you to, you got to have a voice because you got another game to win next week. So I, pr- yeah, I appreciate you doing this more than you can begin to understand. Okay. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for all you do for And, and I, I wish you, you're welcome. You're very, you're very kind. Congratulations and good luck next week. 
Garrett Weininger, the head coach at Fishers. What a great win. Let's go and talk about the Sullivan win over South Knox, 60-50. to 50. From WNDI, John Montgomery joins me. John, great to be a Golden Arrow right now. What a big win for these guys. No, it was just been such a great week for us, Bob. We <clears throat> we drove 540 miles and win this sectional title because Paoli is about two hours away from us. And <clears throat> and every game, Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday, was just a battle. I right. mean, we played three great teams, and it, it was just a battle every night. And tonight was no different. Marcus Rochelle, probably the greatest game he's had for us as a Golden Arrow, hit six threes for us tonight at 20 points in the game. And and really got us going offensively. And then we just really buckled down and defended so well, particularly in that fourth quarter. Came away with three or four steals in a row when South Knox was making a run on us. And and uh, we made just enough free throws to win this thing as we pulled away at the end. This is the 11th sectional title for our head coach, Jeff Moore. And it's in the ninth different location in his career. I don't know who else can say that. But mm-hmm. 11 sectional mm-hmm. titles and three of the I last don't think four anyone years, can. Yeah. It's, a, it's an amazing accomplishment. Well, Jeff's a tremendous coach. He'll deflect, obviously. You know how he is. But uh, yes. he's got a, a special group of guys who, who made big plays. And uh, I want you to tell me who those guys were, John. We've got uh, – we're senior guard-oriented. We had three senior guards this year, Bob, and they were very instrumental, not just this week but all season long. Uh, they not only can score for us, but they defend, and they're they're really our our, our best rebounders all season long. And uh, so we're talking about Javen uh, Woodard, who is our point guard. We're talking about Marcus Rochelle, and we're talking about Seth mm-hmm. Hurdle. These guys defended uh, unbelievably well here in this tournament. Javen Woodard found the basket as a point guard several times, driving through the lane. Uh, banking shots in all night, all week long. Pirtle had great. Uh, Pirtle's only about five ten. Guarded a kid six seven tonight, which was very right, athletic kid, right. and and just did a great job. And Marcus Rochelle chipped in, but Cooper Box, a young sophomore, played a great tournament. Aiden McCammon, a sophomore, had a great tournament. It was a great team effort. But for us to go to Paoli three nights this week and beat three great teams. Uh, it's one of the sweetest sectionals we've had in a while. This one we'll remember for a long time. At the Paoli sectional, it's a big, big win for Sullivan, 60-50 to 50 over South Knox. John Montgomery from WNDI, congrats to the Golden Arrows, and good luck to them next week. Thanks so much, John. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Coming up, we've got more basketball to talk about. We're going to talk with Gary McGinnis on Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. Let's round out the Class 2A sectional championship games from today. In the Alexandria sectional, it was Wapahani taking the sectional championship over Monroe Central, 59-26. to All Wapahani tonight. Congratulations to them as their season continues. Along with Northeastern, because they defeated Union County by two in the Hagerstown sectional, 43-41. to In Triton Central, it was Eastern Hancock and Irvington Prep. 
playing for some hardware today. 43-35 final score, Irvington Prep with the eight-point victory. In Sheridan, it was Park Tudor and University, 63-56 the final score. Park Tudor with the win. They advance to next weekend. In the Greencastle sectional, it was North Putnam and Park Heritage, 49-34. It's a 15-point loss for North Putnam. Park Heritage will continue its season next week. In the South Ripley sectional, it was Hauser and Switzerland County, 58-57. Switzerland County just edging out Hauser, although they will take it. A one-point win means they continue its season. 58-57, Switzerland County with the win. In the Southwestern sectional on Hanover, Brownstown Central wins over Providence by 16, 53-37. In the Paoli sectional, South Knox falls by 10 to Sullivan, 60-50, and rounding out the Class 2A sectional is Forest Park sectional featuring North Posey and Forest Park 52 to 46 was the final score Forest Park with the win when we come back in 15 minutes I'll give you the class 1A sectional championship scores for Network Indiana Sports I'm Eddie Garrison Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Sectional action at Alexandria tonight. A very, very competitive sectional. Wapahani beats Monroe Central tonight, 59-26. Matt Luce joins me. Coach, congratulations on the win. What an impressive win for you and your guys tonight. Thanks, Bob. A lot of fun. A lot of, lot of uh, great memories made this year and made tonight. We've got an awesome group that – I've grown up with and coached for a very long time during mm-hmm. elementary mm-hmm. school and just a tremendous win to uh, celebrate another sectional championship. Did you ever feel with this group uh, any pressure about winning it because of how close you are to them and how much they mean to you and how disappointing it would be for them if they didn't win? Did, was that ever a consideration? I don't know. That's a really good qu- – you're good at this. I don't know. Well, I, I think uh, – when you you know when your kids get caught up in it and you spend so much time with with these right, families right. and kids, um, I just think we expected it and uh, we just expect we they expect to win and expect to do things right and and we expected to win this this week and got it done. It's our it's our eleventh well, the- sectional championship in school history. It, they don't come easy. No, no. I mean, when, it, it, I don't have to tell you, but winning's hard. But it, it's easier when you have a group of guys like that who love each other, love the coach, uh, and and do what's expected, and coach themselves when they need to. When they need to, uh, not to mention the fact that they're pretty talented. Well, and 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 again, I've said it before. You're, you're dead on. They they really do care about each other, and they they're best friends. One of them is my son, Nate, who's a junior, who's a stud leader, and they're just best friends with him, and he does things right. And then we have one player that's better than most of the others, and Isaac Andrews, who just surpassed uh, the 2,000-point career high school scoring mark and just an incredible kid and leader. And that helps a lot when your best player's a good leader. Is the celebration still going on? Oh yeah, it's still going on. We we're we're Hoosiers. This is Hoosiers in Delaware County, so we had the fireworks and stopped the bus in the right. road and got right. out. You better believe it. And had the pep session about five hundred people. And we did it right. So it, it doesn't matter right. class basketball or regular season or no class. It's it's a big championship. Deal. Yeah, that's right. Matt Luce, listen, I appreciate the call. I'm going to let you go celebrate. I really appreciate it. Congrats again, and good luck next week. 
Thanks, Bob. Great to hear from you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Kurt Darling from the ISC Sports Network joins me. I am so sorry, Kurt. You've been on hold for five hours, it seems like. Uh, and, and, and you've been here's, – here's how bad it is. You've been on hold so long, I have forgotten where you were tonight. You had the Park Heritage. I know. I, I, I just, it just came into my mind. You, got to, you had the Park Heritage win in that sectional. And Park Heritage is really pretty good. And I'm happy for Rich Shelsky and his guys. So take me through the, the championship uh, that they have over North Putnam on 49 to 34. Yeah, no worries, Coach. Uh, it was five overtimes, not five hours. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's well done. But, uh, That's well played, right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but no, it certainly uh, it certainly wasn't exciting as uh, things were further south in Lagodi. But uh, Park Heritage, you know, as we talked last night, Coach, this is a school that uh, has only right. been around for six years, and they just claimed their fourth sectional championship in six years. So um, they pretty much hit the ground running and forming this new school district whenever Rockville and Turkey Run merged mm-hmm. a few years ago. But um, it was a really clunky game, though, Coach. And, you know, it kind of plays to uh, a lot of what Park Heritage does. They play it as if it's their first priority to make their opponent make mistakes. And right. they certainly forced North Putnam to do that tonight. North Putnam had 15 turnovers on the night. They only had one field goal in the first quarter. It was 10-3 to at the end of the first quarter. And North Putnam was able to get at least a little bit more scoring there going into the second quarter. But... Park Heritage just made it so, so tough for the Cougars to operate in the paint. The defense was superb tonight for Park Heritage. They uh, ended up riding a big uh, night tonight from Ren Harper, um, whose dad, mind you, is the girls' head basketball coach at Park Heritage. Uh, Ren Harper had 14 points tonight. Uh, BT Luce had uh, had 10 points. And Trey Shelsky, the son of head coach Rich Shelsky, he had 11 as well. So, big win for Park Heritage tonight, and now they get to face Northeastern in the regional, depending on where they're going to be playing that. That has yet to be figured out, but that should be a good matchup for them coming up next week. But uh, Park Heritage keeping the good times rolling there there in Rockville for everybody in Park County. Kurt Darling from the ISC Sports Network on the call of the sectional championship by Park Heritage. Very impressive win tonight for them over North Putnam 49-34 at the Greencastle sectional. Kurt, thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. You too. Gary McGinnis joins me from indianasports.com. He has the Alexandria sectional. We just talked to Matt uh, Luce from Wapahani about their win. Gary, what did Coach uh, what did Coach Luce leave out? I didn't ask him things about the game, so tell me how this game goes for Wapahani. Well, they started fast and strong. They got out to a 14-2 first quarter lead um, and pretty much just kept adding to it from that point on. Isaac Anders, we talked about him last night, breaking the record of Ron Bonham. Uh, He kept going. He decided to add a few more points to that total. Had 25 tonight. Um, Camden Bell, 10 points. Nate Luce, his son, had 8 points. Mm -hmm. Just an all-around balanced effort by the Raiders tonight. Uh, Monroe Central just never could really get it going. Easton Foster had 10 points to lead them. And Josh, uh, Josiah Cleveland had six, and then Jackson Conkle had four. So not a lot of scoring for Monroe Central, but uh, Wapahani, just what a performance tonight. They just look so strong 
on mm-hmm. the offensive mm-hmm. end, the, the passing, the, the cuts, the curls. I mean, they look like a well-oiled machine tonight. You know, I, I uh, you, you heard my conversation with with Matt. I, I meant to ask him the question of, you know, these guys have been ranked at or near number one most of the year in, in 2A, and there's a certain level of pressure that comes with that. And these are young kids, but they've handled this awfully, awfully well, have they not? Yeah, they have, and you didn't see it on the court tonight at all, Bob. They looked confident. They looked sure. Right. They shot the ball with – with confidence and ease, and they hit a lot of their shots. I will say uh, there wasn't a lot of turnovers by either team tonight. They looked very good on on both ends of the floor as far as that goes. So the turnovers were, I would guess, probably less than 10 for both teams the whole night. So that's a pretty clean game for for both squads. But, but again, Wapahani, you can tell these guys are, are poised, they're confident, and I look for them to go a long way in this tournament. So do I, quite frankly, because uh, you know, great coach, great players, that that, uh, that works a lot. On the call of the uh, uh, sectional that Wapahani just won, that was at Alexandria. Gary McGinnis from IndianaHighSchoolSports.com on the call. Gary, thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, Bob. Thank you for the call. You're welcome. Thanks very much. Notre Dame. The Irish, let's talk about basketball with Notre Dame. With me, the man himself, Irish 101. Dr. Clark, how are you tonight? Bob, this was a fun game to watch. A back-and-forth battle for 40 minutes. Two Indiana native coaches going after each other, Micah Shrewsbury and Brad Brownell. 11 lead changes to the game, six ties before the Irish finally put a stretch together late in the game to get some breathing room and eventually came up with a big win. 69-62, 69-62, the final. We talked about this. And Micah's guys, they're on fire right now, are they not? Oh, yeah. Earlier in the week, they defeated Wake Forest. And really, it was that Syracuse game that they were down by 29. That's the only blemish right. in the past uh, month or so. But just a great basketball game tonight, an even game throughout. The difference tonight, it came down to three-point shooting as the Irish shot 36% to Clemson's 18. Marcus Burton once again leading the way with 21 points, mm-hmm. 17 coming in the first half. He also led the Irish in rebounding with six and had four assists. But it was Indianapolis native Tate Davis that helped seal the win. Davis with 18 points on the night, but was 8 of 8 at the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Many coming in the latter stages of the game. Kerry Booth also in double figures with 11 points. A good win for the Fighting Irish. They head off to Chapel Hill for a game on Tuesday night against the North Carolina Tar Heels. I need you to hang on. I want to talk more about this, if you can, after this scoreboard update, Lynn. Can you do that? Sure can. Perfect. Lynn Clark and I will come back talk more Notre Dame on Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. Let's go through the Class 1A sectional championship games in Cout State Fall to Demet Christian, 71-68 to in their own sectional. Congratulations to Demet Christian. Marquette Catholic defeats Westville in the Triton sectional, 57-44. to At the Bethany Christian sectional, Elkhart Christian tops Lakewood Park, 47-45. to Caston falls to Tri-County in its own sectional, 47-40. to Southern Wells sectional features Fort Wayne, Canterbury, and Northfield, 52-34, 18-point victory from Fort Wayne, Canterbury. In the Fountain Central sectional, Rossville falls to North Vermilion, 
52 to 35. Tri Central sectional def- uh, features Cowan and Liberty Christian. 63 52. It's an 11 point win for Liberty Christian. Their season continues. From Blue River, they fall by four points to Seton Catholic, 38-34. to Congratulations to Seton Catholic for pulling off the victory. White River Valley, Clay City and Bloomfield are the two teams that were competing in the sectional championship. It's a 20-point win for Clay City. Bethesda Christian sectional features Indianapolis Metropolitan and Bethesda Christian 58-47 final, final score. Bethesda Christian with the victory. Indianapolis Lutheran falls in their home sectional to Greenwood Christian 49-46. Oldenburg Academy defeats Jackson Dell 47-36. South Central Elizabeth falls to Christian Academy 53-48. Trinity Lutheran defeats New Washington 49-33. Evansville Christian over Wood Memorial 62-45. And in five overtimes, Bar Reef 75, Orleans 67. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We're talking with Lynn Clark from uh, Irish 101, Irish win again in men's basketball, 69-62. All right, who's coming up next for the Irish after this big win? The Fighting Irish uh, right. take on North Carolina on Tuesday. And then the final game of the regular season is at Virginia Tech before the ACC tournament in mid-March, which will be held in Washington, D.C. But, Bob, I talked with Marcus Shrewsbury in the postgame. You know, he's another Indiana guy, Brad Brownell, and I said, you know, what was it like to prepare for this game, considering that the lineage and the DNA of the coaches that they played under and coached with? And he said last year when he was at Penn State, they played Clemson. They knew each other, and Brad Brownell was calling out the sets. So <laughs> it was a fun game, and this one went to Michael Shrewsbury and the Fighting Irish tonight, 69-62. to 62. All right. How the women? How are the women? Give me an update on them. Uh, women are playing great. They had a big win over a top-ranked team, uh, yeah. Virginia Tech, the other day. Now they've got a game tomorrow. And uh, Hildalgo, their guard, the freshman, set an ACC scoring record. But uh, good things are looking good for Notre Dame basketball on both the men's and the women's sides. But, Bob, I want to go back to Tuesday against Wake Forest. I was thinking about you as Michael mm-hmm. Shrewsbury was talking. And you probably heard this quote before, right. but I have not because Michael Shrewsbury said, Head coaches create culture, assistant coaches defend it, players exhibit it. I almost called you right after hearing that because it was a great quote. No, no, it is, uh, and it's 100% right, 100% right. Um, that's kind of why he's going to win a whole lot of basketball games because he's got he has a great feel for it and a great feel for people. Look at the people he's worked with, for heaven's sakes. How can he not? Dr. Clark, great to hear from you. Enjoy the weekend. Take care of yourself. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. Purdue wins tonight, 80-74 to for Michigan State. From the Purdue Radio Network, the voice of the Boilermakers, Rob Blackman. Rob, thanks so much for the call. I know you haven't been doing anything tonight, so thanks for squeezing me in tonight. <laughs> well, I had to take a couple extra minutes to gather up my Big Ten champion T-shirt and ball cap. Uh, so my apologies <laughs> for putting you on hold for that. But uh, yeah, what a what a fun well, night and no. to, to get, win the Big Big Ten title in front of the home fans always makes it a little extra special. That is pretty neat now. And and in, in the other part of it too is not a whole lot of teams go back to back as champs in that league. Yeah, so for Purdue, the last time Purdue went back-to-back was actually the three-peat team, which was in the mid-90s, 94, 95, 96. So 
Uh, it has been a while. Right. Um, I think I think Ohio State's the last team to go back to back outright champions, uh, which was back in around mm-hmm. 2010, I think. But uh, Purdue's not the outright champs yet. Uh, Illinois still has a chance to share the crown, but uh, one more win right. for Purdue and they'll be right. outright champions. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's to your point, the point you're making. Yes, it is very difficult in the Big Ten to go back to back regular season championships. That is for certain. And it was, uh, I, I think, done in pretty Boilermaker fashion. You know, Zach Eady is Zach Eady. Uh, complimentary players. I don't mean to, uh, I mean, I mean that as a compliment. Uh, played well. Uh, yeah, and it's yeah. just a, a good night. It's a crazy game, crazy night, you know, game. Michigan State would, you know, kept battling and all that. It got a little close there for a while, but a win nonetheless for the Boilers. Yeah, and it was, you know, Lance Jones only scored one point the entire game, and he's Purdue's third-leading scorer. Only had one point, made a free throw late in the game, but he was so good on the defensive end that that you didn't miss his offensive productivity. Um, you know, if, if you'd have told me earlier in the season that Lance Jones is only going to score one point in a Big Ten game uh, against the Lightning mm-hmm, Michigan mm-hmm. State, I would have said there's no way Purdue's winning that game, but Purdue found a way to make up for his lack of offense, but again, he was so good on the defensive end for Purdue, and man, what a right. find he was! And I was, I was probably as happy as him as I was for anyone on our team because this is his first championship. You know, he's a transfer. His, this is his one crack at it as a, mm-hmm. as a grad mm-hmm. transfer. So. He, he gets a Big Ten championship, his first one. So good for him, man. He he was a big, big part of this team this year, and I'm glad he was able to get a title. You know, in some respects, he's the kind of kid they had in mind when they put that rule in, and, and, and that's the kind of benefits you get. All right, so, you know, um, good game uh, good game all around. Uh, could have been a little cleaner, but, uh, you know, think about it. It's a long season. You know this better than I. It's a long season, and they're still fighting off everybody's best shot, and they continue to progress and continue to win. That's such a great point by you, Bob, because when we had we had players and coaches join us on the postgame celebration uh, on the radio, and they all talked about that, how this season Purdue's had a bullseye on its back from the very first game, the very yeah. first game of the year. Yeah. Every yeah. single game that Purdue, Purdue's played 28 games, in every single game they have gotten every other team's best shot. And that's what happens when you're top five in the country. You get everyone's best sure. shot. So they not, they're not only Big Ten champions, but they have won now 25 games, 25 and three, getting everyone's best shot every single night. And I thought assistant coach Paul Lusk put it best. He said, think about our sophomore class, Braden Smith, Fletcher Lawyer, the sophomores. This is all they've ever known. All they've ever known is taking the other team's best shot. They never had a single game in their career where the other team might have been overlooking them. Never. Because Purdue has been basically at the top of the mountain as far as you know top five rankings right. for two straight years. To me, that's an incredible statistic if you think about it. You've played two full years of college basketball, and you've had to take the other team's best shot every single game. Yet you're still winning a lot of games. That really says something about those those players. Well, they can lock it up Tuesday nights uh, at Illinois, which is going to be a hard. That's going to be a hard thing to do. That, that's going to be a tremendous game yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah, and Illinois still has a chance. You know, they could if they can win out and Purdue loses out, then Illinois would still have a piece of the Big Ten title, and Purdue would have to share the championship with Illinois. So, you know, Illinois is going to be chomping at the bit to get after yeah, Purdue yeah. and it's senior night uh, for them on Tuesday night. So, yeah, that that. 
again, you're going to get the other team's best shot regardless. But Illinois, I promise you, is going to give Purdue their best shot on Tuesday night. That is going to be a very, very difficult game for Purdue. Rob Blackman, the voice of the Purdue Boilermakers. Boilers beat Michigan State 80-74, to as we mentioned, at Illinois Tuesday. Rob, thanks. Take a selfie of that uh, championship shirt and send it to me. Be careful, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Sounds good, Bob. Thank you. All right, thank you. Kip Westner from Hoosier Basketball Magazine joins me. Kip, what a night. Well, I've had more fun tonight. I mean, I have fun every night I'm on the air, thank goodness. But I think I've enjoyed this show as much as anyone I've done in a long time, quite frankly. It's just been a fun, fun night. Well, that interview with Rob Blackman was awesome. Uh, you know, I'm a Purdue alum oh, I appreciate as that. well. And uh, the idea of uh, back-to-back uh, champions for the Boilermakers, yeah. that's, uh, yeah. that's pretty good stuff. So, uh but, yeah, there's some back-to-back uh, titleists for sectionals as well with uh, – <laughs> We have uh, champions from last year, Ben Davis, 4A. They were able to advance and cut down the nets. And right. uh, Fort Wayne Black Blackhawks, they were able to cut down the nets. And even uh, the game that I've been talking about for weeks is the burbuff Garen catholic game. And oh, I man, I, what a game. I missed it. I was going to go to that game, but I was in Bloomington right. tonight. And uh, the double overtime, one point, Garen catholic that's uh, – that's outstanding for the runner-ups, and I'm sure that uh, Burbuff had beaten them during the season. So it's like one right. of those deals right. where it's hard to get past a good team twice, and I'm sure Garen Catholic's happy to get the win in the sectional. And in Class A, this is just interesting to me. Of course, Evansville Christian, we had number one, and they've uh, been very good all season. But Indianapolis Lutheran, we had them number two and Orleans number three. Yeah. Kip, hang on, okay? I'm sorry to interrupt you. Hang on. We'll come back and talk more basketball with Kip Wessner on Indiana Sports Talk. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm at a garrison. Here's a look at tomorrow's schedule starting in college basketball. The Indiana Hoosiers are on the road at Maryland. That is a 2 p.m. start. You can watch it on CBS earlier this season. Indiana got the win at Assembly Hall over Maryland, 65-253. So it's a big game for the Indiana Hoosiers coming off a win earlier in the week at four o'clock on espn plus you can watch indiana state the sycamores they'll take on murray state two hours before that along with iu at two o'clock illinois state is on the road at valparaiso that game is on espn plus a two o'clock tip for valparaiso and finally rounding out college basketball evansville the purple aces they're on the road at belmont that is a five o'clock tip you can catch that game on ESPN Plus as well. In the NBA, the Indiana Pacers are on the road. Game two of their three-game road trip. They got blown out the other night, last night specifically, against the New Orleans Pelicans. Rick Carlisle, after the game, says it was a learning experience in some regard. The great thing about this this game, this is a perfect simulation of a playoff series. You know, where you win a game at home and then you turn around and play the same game, same team the next night in their building. And and this it's important for our guys to feel this. Uh, doesn't make it fun, doesn't make it, you know, good, but it's a reality. Indiana will take on Victor Wimbenyama and the San Antonio Spurs. It was a blowout win in the previous matchup, 152-111 to 111 Indiana. Leading scorer in that one, Tyrese Halliburton, he had 23 points. Wimbenyama only played in 21 minutes, had 13 points. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison.
Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We resume our conversation with Kip Westner. All right, I'm sorry to cut you off because you you had the setup, so I'll toss it back to you. Set up what you're going to do. Well, the Class A ranking in the Hoosier Basketball Magazine is just somewhat intriguing because uh, right we we ranked Evansville Christian number one last year in their inaugural IHSA season, and of course they lost in the sectional to Northeast of Boys. Well, Friday night I got a text from a subscriber that said, "Hey, the game's at Tecumseh tonight, and Josiah Dunham, who's on the front cover, thirty six points." So. Uh, Evansville Christian has obviously had an outstanding season. And right. Uh, sure they have. Today, so they're advancing. Now, what's interesting, though, is number two in Hoosier Basketball Magazine, Indianapolis Lutheran, mm-hmm. and number three, Orleans. Mm-hmm. Those two teams lost tonight. So that doesn't sound very mm. good for the rankings. However, the teams that beat them were ranked fourth and fifth. Green, uh, Greenwood <laughs> Christian right. was fourth right. and Bar Reeve was right. fifth. So you've got right. four of the top uh, five teams in two different sectionals, and how about that game at Lagodi? Five overtime. Oh, Scott my Wayland goodness. from my right. office. I wasn't getting, I wasn't getting uh, updates every uh, few minutes, but I got enough updates to know that it was an incredible atmosphere, incredible game, and uh, good for uh, Bar Reeve. You know, they played a uh, double overtime game back in December, I believe, and so that type of sectional you expect overtime uh, play every year. And uh, then, of course, when 4A with Lawrence North over Cathedral and Fishers over Noblesville, you know, that's the same kind of situation. That's uh, four of the top teams in Class 4A, and only one team gets to advance mm-hmm. based on mm-hmm. the IHSA rules. So, you know, you have to uh, win on the court to play next week, and uh, there's been some great games, like you said, with the coaches calling and the thrill of a sectional championship is great for these communities, 64 across the state. Absolutely. All right, Kip, couldn't do it without you. I appreciate the call. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next weekend. Top 16 your workout tomorrow. Beach Grove, 1 o'clock. Oh, yeah, now hang on. Hang, you know what? Yeah, hang on, hang on a second. Here's uh, here's what I want you to do. I want you to I want you to hold, okay? Because I need to talk to Aaron Garrett from Batesville. So I want you to stay with me because I do want to talk about the top sixty. Um, I apologize great. for that, Coach Garrett. Are you with me? I am, and goodness, for I appreciate everything Kip does for Indiana high school basketball. So yeah, you need to keep talking to him. You feel free to. Well, you know, I, I I understand that. I appreciate that. But but listen, congratulations on the win. I'm happy for you guys. That's a that's sectional championships are hard to get. You beat a good Lawrenceburg team, forty four thirty six, and you know how I don't have to tell you how hard it is to win. I think it's it's apparent, and your kids to be to be applauded for the big win tonight. Coach, I appreciate that, and and as far as all my years. This may have been the most physical game we've been a part of in terms of our conference is rare in terms that it's an all-conference sectional. And these kids mm-hmm. are rivals mm-hmm. in the football field, the baseball diamond, the basketball court. And as right. you said, well-coached well and a really good Lawrenceburg team. So we were very fortunate very happy to get the win. So uh, what's the difference in, in this game? I mean, obviously you make some plays when you had to. Uh, if not, you're not going to win. Yeah, we got down three to zero and then hit some threes and up hitting 11 threes on the game. But it was about, we had upwards of an eight point lead. And then the Cornet kid for Lawrenceburg, good player, been a three year player for them. It's two late threes. 
So he gets close mm-hmm. to two, but we never relinquish the lead. And just and as you coach different groups, different kids, what this group has shown right. all year, we've had some tremendous comebacks, just tough, tough, tough kids. And they battled, and we never relinquished the lead and was able to hit some free throws late in the game to, to finally pull away. And basically, Indiana is a, a fun place to be tonight. A lot of, lot of happy Bulldogs fans. <laughs> well, I understand. Aaron Garrett from Batesville. They win the uh, Greensburg sectional. Coach, I appreciate the time. I wish I had more time. I'm going to let you go celebrate. Good luck next week, and thanks for the call. Thank you, Coach Level. Thank you. Coming up, more basketball. We'll resume our conversation with Kip Westner on Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Kip Westner has been kind enough to be patient with us. Top 60 workout for girls coming up tomorrow. Uh, turn it over to you. I know you're excited about it. It's a great effort, and it's uh, annually, I think, one of the important events for uh, basketball in our state. Well, it's 43 years history, and, you know, we talk about this each year, which I enjoy uh, sharing this portion of the top 60. This girls' event has a longer history than the boys' top 40 or top 60, which I don't know how many basketball events in the United States have a history for girls longer than boys. So that's unique to begin with. But uh, also on a little bit of a sombering note, this is also the anniversary of seven years that uh, Gary Donna passed away this night. Right. Because what's so right. unique about unique about his death is it was between the state finals or the sectional finals and the girls' top 60 the next day. Um, so always uh, remember Gary and his pioneer for girls basketball, uh, just attitude of um, having equal footing for the girls. And this top mm-hmm. workout is a special, it's a special event mainly because of those things, but we have an outstanding group. There's more than a dozen division one players that uh, will be in attendance at Beach Grove high school tomorrow at one o'clock participating there will also be a dozen players that are unsigned. So there will be college coaches there trying to mm-hmm. land a player for the uh, fall of 2024 for their college. But uh, from the front cover of the Hoosier Basketball Magazine, uh, the center six uh, girls are all going to be there. Allie Harness, uh, Jordan Poole, who will be attending Purdue, uh, Chloe Spring, who is headed to Alabama, uh, mm-hmm. Reagan, Reagan uh, Wilson from Noblesville, Iowa State, Faith Wiseman, an in-state recruit to Indiana from Indian Creek. Julianne Woodard from Jennings County, Michigan State, the Big Ten. So there's some really uh, high-profile talent that will be on display. Uh, Mike Broughton and the uh, All-Star Committee and the coaches with uh, Coach McGuire from um, – Zionsville will be there, and uh, like you say, it's I call it a celebration of basketball. There are a lot of reasons 40 years ago that Gary started this event, but I'm honored to just continue it because there are a lot of people who enjoy it, and I, um, I think it's an important day on the calendar. Yeah, and I, I think, that the, to me, one of the coolest things about the events, both the, the girls' top 60 and the boys, uh, is how the young men and women – 
approach it. They're 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 all in. They're it's an it's an important event for them, and they have provided some ownership, if you will. They want to be at the event. They want to be around uh, their, their their colleagues, if you will, or contemporaries, and they want to play. They want to hoop. They just want to be out there doing what they can do. It's it's a big big deal. And and Kip, this day, um, the, the top sixty for both, it matters to a whole lot of people. Kip, you know what? I'm sorry that I have overrun my welcome. I have to sign off for the night. Good luck. I hope it works out well for you, Kip. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening tonight, everyone. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.